0: Welcome to the Bold Talks Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Svelia, and my purpose is to encourage women to step out and be bold in their businesses, relationships, health, healing, and overall life. This podcast is going to be your one-stop shop to learn how to get everything you desire in your life. You are capable of being and doing everything you want in this world. So if you are ready to stop playing small and start chasing your dreams, then let's jump into this new episode. Welcome back to Bold Talks Podcast. Today, I have a guest on the show for you. Her name is Angela Jones, and she is phenomenal. I might be a little biased because she and I have become best friends. However, we did meet in the digital world and the online space, and over time, she has just been so helpful. Her knowledge has helped me grow grow in every single way possible, to be quite honest. This episode, we're going to be talking about resolutions. So many of us created goals and resolutions in January, 2023. And by now, most of us have probably fallen off the wagon. And in this episode, Angela is going to give us her top tips on how to get refocused, how to use the next nine months to create a plan that is going to lead us to hitting our goals. So keep on listening. You're going to love this episode. So today. We're going to be talking about resolutions and you are the most perfect guest Angela because you are all about habits. You are all about creating healthy habits over time. It's not a short-term thing. It is a long-term like success and you've done it in your own life. So can you just briefly give us a little bit about your background of how you have just become the habit queen Of course. Hello. I come from the world of medicine.
1: I have been a science nerd to my core for as long as I can remember. I've always been super interested in how things work and the human body and the mind and followed that into a career in medicine. I did trauma surgery in Boston for about a decade. Um, And then I kind of felt my life fall apart. I stepped away from medicine. I needed a break. I had been kind of overrun and jaded and burnt out. I hate saying that because I feel like it's so cliche. People say burnt out all the time, but I was, I had to step away for a little bit. And, uh, shortly after that, I lost my grandfather that I was very close with. And then my very healthy dad had a massive stroke and was essentially incapacitated in all aspects. He lost everything on the right side. He lost his ability to speak. And I felt, I felt like I had, can I swear? I felt like I had my shit all together before then. And I
0: dropped like four F-bombs the other Okay, way. good.
1: <laughs> I feel at home. I had my shit together before. I had a good career. I was happy and everything kind of felt like I was losing control. And through this tough time, you know, and within my family, I found myself craving just a little bit of control, something that I could do every day and feel a success at something that I could accomplish, kind of check off my list, something that would make me feel like I wasn't completely losing control of my life in this horrible spiral. And I've talked about this on your show before, but I, I, For some reason, focused in on using my water flosser every day. So not related to anything that I was going through. Nothing like life changing. And I realized just focusing on that tiny habit, I could make this intentional effort to be consistent. And I kind of realized a few weeks after that, like, huh, I'm I'm water flossing my teeth twice a day and I don't even have to think about it anymore. Like this thing has been on my kitchen or my bathroom counter for longer than I can even guess a long time. And I just wasn't using it consistently. And it felt like magic that all of a sudden I was using it consistently. So being the science nerd that I am, I kind of dove into learning about how habits are formed in the brain, how the science and psychology works and how we can kind of hack the system. And, and from there, I went through this, you know, classic dive through the internet where I found the end of the internet, all about habits and how we can really be in control of them. So this tiny little silly habit of water flossing my teeth turned into this massive passion. I overhauled my whole life habit by habit. Um, and now I find immense pleasure in helping other people do the same and actually reach their
0: goals in life and business. I would just like to say this has nothing to do with anything you just said, but you are the first person that has been on my show twice. Yay. <laughs> I feel like that's it's an award. First first at some point. <laughs> it is, you know, for bold talks, you know, it's a small award, but it's no award. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> And because of everything that you learned personally, how have you brought that into helping others? I feel like just because I obviously know you really well and I've seen everything that you've accomplished. My perspective is you've used your own story to really understand others. You, you don't have this cute, And like I say this with like in a loving, very positive way, you don't have this like cute like aesthetic like oh we're gonna have a morning routine and we're gonna have (laughs) it is it's like no, it's actual it's work, but it's it's good work. And I don't know what are your thoughts on that? Like you because your thoughts on the the morning routines of the aesthetic Instagram ones. That's I'll word it that way because I feel like I've been sort of in the trenches, figuring this
1: out in a very imperfect scenario, I feel like I've figured out a system. Well, I know I figured out a system that can work for anyone, whether you're organized or have that cute morning routine or whatever it is. I figured this out on my own. And I think that brings an extra element of credibility, right? Like there Anyone who's anyone can post their morning routine on Instagram. That doesn't mean they understand how it works or how to teach someone else how to do that. So my whole philosophy, those morning routines are great. And don't get me wrong. I love my morning routine, but trying to fit someone in this cookie cutter schedule just doesn't work where instead if we hack the system, we figure out how our own brains are connected and rewarded and how we can develop a schedule and a routine and habits that fit our own goals and life and lifestyle. That's really where the magic happens. I think trying to force ourselves into some cute routine that we see on Instagram or TikTok, that, that may work for that person, And in a lot of cases, I think it is working for that person, but I think we set ourselves up for disappointment, trying to fit ourselves into someone else's life. Does that make sense? Mm
0: -hmm. It absolutely does. I think obviously I love social media. I have a social media agency, but I think that is one of the downfalls of Instagram and of TikTok is we... You know, it used to be like the school of Google, the school of YouTube. And now I feel like it's the school of TikTok. Yeah. But everyone shows the best versions online. Usually, you know, I did. I'll be very honest. I've done like little behind the scenes videos and they're the fakest thing in the entire world. Mm -hmm. And yet people are like, oh, my God, you're so inspiring. And I get there. I've actually like had to like adjust my thinking around it is because I don't want to be inspiring in that way where it was fake. So I think when it comes to creating healthy habits, you know, obviously this episode, we're going to be talking about resolutions. What are your thoughts on resolutions? And we'll just start with that. What are your thoughts on resolutions?
1: (laughs) Before I touch on resolutions, I do want to add, you know, the comparison game. I think all of us looking at Instagram and TikTok and these like beautiful 14 year olds with full faces of makeup, (laughs) sharing their morning routine, it, it forces us into this spiral of comparison and it honestly kind of sucks. It makes you feel like if I had paid attention to those videos when I was feeling so miserable and lost and like brushing and flossing my teeth was a big win. If I had focused on that, it would have knocked me out of the game. I don't think I would have felt confident in taking such a seemingly small step in the right direction. If I was comparing myself to this gorgeous Instagram model with her perfect green juice routine every morning, right? Mm -hmm. Like I was, I was a disaster at that point. So I think stepping away from, and I love social media too, but I think kind of stepping away from that, uh, that comparison game that we can get into and really focusing on what's important to us, what are our individual goals? What does our life look excuse me look like? And going from there, I think, I think that's where we can actually make progress instead of constantly trying to fit ourselves into some other form. Mm-hmm. So resolutions. I love the idea of them. I have made New Year's resolutions for several years, but I will say and not to brag, but I'm pretty successful at my New Year's resolutions. I've I've accomplished some pretty amazing things using resolutions. I will say, I think a lot of people go about them a little bit backwards. They set a goal and that goal, whatever it is, lose 50 pounds, read 20 books, whatever it is, that goal, uh, they just focus on the end point. They don't focus on the work that has to be done every day to reach there. A lot of people will set a resolution purely for that end result. Instead of a resolution of reading 10 pages, they set a goal to read 20 books this year. Seemingly similar, but one is a habit and one is a goal. So I think looking at resolutions, and I love goal setting, looking at resolutions, I think we need to be a little more intentional about the ultimate goal that we have, and then breaking it down to what we can do, the work that we can do every day. And I, I've said this before. it's it's the unsexy side of goal setting and working towards your goals. It's the work that goes in every day, behind the scenes that gets you closer. So I think we need to focus on those baby steps a little bit more making that the resolution instead of that end result that you will eventually get if you focus on the daily work but instead of only setting only thinking about that final result um also <clears throat> when you make a resolution to do that daily work that's giving yourself a reward every day that If you have this big grand goal and that's great, but if that's all you're thinking about, it can be really disappointing. If you're not getting that on day two of the year, which if it's a big grand goal, you won't, it can be really disappointing to constantly be, quote unquote, working towards something that feels so far away. So by breaking it down into a smaller step that you can work on every day, that that gives you a sense of accomplishment that's rewarding, that keeps you going, that keeps you out of that like disappointment rut that we can get into. So I'm on board for resolutions. I am just team customize them and thinking about them in a little bit different way.
0: Absolutely, because you 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 said it perfectly. You look at this like big thing. People are like, I'm going to go into entrepreneurship this year. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to read the 20 books. It's daunting. Okay. That's cool. It's yeah. It's great. How are you going to do that? Mm -hmm. What steps are you going to take? And obviously, you know, the statistic that most people fail by what? Is it February? Like the first week of February? Yeah. Second week of February, somewhere around there. So for everyone who is listening and they are being kind of reminded of their resolutions that they wrote down in January or end of December, how would you encourage them to break down this big resolution into something attainable from March until December right now?
1: So go back to that that original goal. Think about why it came to you. Think about why you had that on your heart to reach this year. And then think about what you could do every single day in, I'm talking less than five minutes to get you one baby step closer to the ultimate goal. So it it depends on what that goal is, but think about what you can do every single day. If it's to go into entrepreneurship, maybe one day you research a domain and that's it which seems like not a huge step towards that ultimate goal, but it gets you closer. If you are waking up every day thinking, okay, my goal this year is to become an entrepreneur and start a business. Holy crap. That there's so many steps there. There's that's so much to tackle. And your brain is like in overdrive. And if you have any, any inkling of perfectionism at all, forget it. (laughs) So, You have to really break it down into micro tasks. And if that's something consistent every day, great. If that's something that may be a tiny little task every day, fantastic. So becoming an entrepreneur, using this example, think about what you could do each month. Think about what you could do each day. Continue to break that down until you get something bite-sized that takes only a couple minutes that your brain won't fight you on, that you won't wake up every day, look at your to-do list and think, oh, how am I ever going to tackle this seven-hour thing on my list, right? By breaking it down, you're giving yourself almost like a roadmap and each each little box that you check off on the way is getting you closer to that goal. So really break it down, go back to what your goal was, break it down into little bite-sized pieces and focus on that work. Keep the end goal in mind in your in the back of your head, but really focus
0: on the work that you do every single day. Oh, that is good. Okay. (laughs) So, and it's so true because if, you know, obviously you know this, but it's taken me almost two years until I just went all in Mm -hmm. in entrepreneurship. So it is not a like, it's not a short road. It is a long, windy, uphill, downhill, uphill, downhill. Oh yeah. Kind of road. (laughs) Detours. Lots of detours, lots of detours. So when you have these resolutions, I'm just going to reiterate, it's you have the big goal, then you basically create like bullet points of how to get there. And then you break each bullet point down into other smaller things. And it sounds easy. And yet we fail. We fall off so often. And this is just an opinion question. But why do you think, I mean, other than not being prepared, I think if you don't have this roadmap that you're talking about, we're 100% going to fail. But besides not being prepared why do you think so often we just fall we fall off the wagon and we fall down like I'm air quoting guys <laughs> um and then it just doesn't happen you know we I always say that the only reason you fail is if you quit so uh, really you're quitting your resolutions that were important to you and it just doesn't happen what why do you think that happens over and over again looking at my own experience with, goals that i've quit
1: or given up on i would say it is that it's the sand trap of disappointment it's that feeling where we're failing whether we are or aren't it's that that feeling of failure that sends us into this disappointment and i think the fastest way to kill a habit or to self sabotage a goal is is to lean into that disappointment. I think disappointment is a very, very low feeling. And so, so much of what I teach and train on is avoiding this disappointment because I know it's it happens. I know it's natural. Whether you're doing this work consistently, whether you are even hitting your goals, disappointment is gonna come up. But I think understanding how we can do our best to avoid that, to kind of be our own cheerleader, set us up for success by focusing small and then learning how to deal with that disappointment when it arises, not if, but when. I think, I think that's the key. I think that's the reason why so many of us fail. We see this lack of progress because we're only focused on that end target and that lack of progress feels like failure and we're disappointed and the fastest way we can step away from that disappointment is to give up ultimately right so by giving up you're almost trying to convince yourself oh that that goal doesn't actually matter resolutions are stupid resolutions never work you're you're almost giving yourself an out you you feel this disappointment and the first instinct is to say okay well that didn't work like it it just wasn't the right goal or wasn't the right resolution or wasn't the right year. And that that disappointment is it's like a computer virus <laughs> when that just gets in and under your skin and is is the fastest way to to take yourself out of the game. Um so yeah, and my my own experience, and I'm I'm saying this not as a science nerd, not as the quote unquote habit expert, I'm saying this as the imperfect human that I am. I think it's disappointment that takes us out more times than we
0: even realize sometimes. I couldn't agree more. I think it's expectations. Yes. We have an expectation. We don't meet it. And like you said, disappointment doesn't feel good. How do your body goes into flight or fight? It goes into how do I get out of, you know, I want to get away from this negative feeling as fast as possible so that means I'm just going to ditch what I started. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. And at this point, I think a lot of people have already ditched their resolutions and I'm encouraged. Unfortunately, you know, I, one of February, I will be honest, was not my best month. It wasn't my best month working out. It wasn't my best month journaling and reading my Bible. It was, you know, I went all in on my business. My eyes just focused on what was important. And I think that's okay. Yeah. And I think that happens to everyone in their seasons. But I think that self-realization is a very powerful tool that we can tap into. And for me, I know, like, instead of saying March, because that's on Wednesday, the, the day that, from when we record this, it's in two days. Oh but God, I, forgot. <laughs> I know I cannot believe it's going to be March, but February is over. However, this morning I woke up and I got up early and I was like, you know what, working out and getting healthier was is super important to me this year. As I get older, and it was so funny. This is kind of a side note, but I know you'll love this because of your ama. I took a low impact Peloton ride today, Mm -hmm. and I just needed something that wasn't super high intensity. It's Monday morning; I need to ease into it. Oh yeah. (laughs) So I was like, all right, let me take a low impact. It was a private birthday party for a ninety-two-year-old woman on the bike. On the bike, she's I done 11, 1,100 classes. Sam, what's his name? Sam Yee. Sam, Sam Yee. Never. Yes, she's he's his her absolute favorite. So Peloton and her family surprised her from took, gave her like a trip from Florida to London. To do this private class. So it was was a little slow. It was like not the hardest workout I've done. But the fact that she was 92 and she's still on a bike, it just like reiterated my why. Why do I want to get healthy? Mm -hmm. You know, from the outside looking in, it could be, well, you're getting married this year. You're doing this. But like my deep why is that as you get older, the the less you move, the harder it's going to be to ever start again. Yes. And the more you move, the healthier you're going to be long term. So it tapped into my why and I just thought it was so funny as the morning of me being like, you know what? It's time to like get your shit together. Mm -hmm. Time to get back on it. It's time to not just focus on entrepreneurship, but like really figure out habits of how to balance a few different areas of my life. And I just want to like, I just thought that was the most encouraging story. So I hope if you're listening (laughs) that you found that encouraging that this 92 year old woman flew, not only did a Peloton class, but flew from Florida to London and did a Peloton class today. I love that. The same one I did. The same one I was sweating,
1: sweating my butt off in. I love that so much. And I, I commend you because I think the other trap that we get into besides disappointment is thinking there's something magical about January 1st or next Mm -hmm. Monday or next month or whatever, you didn't wait until March 1st or January 1st, 2024 to remember that and start working towards that again. You decided today is the day Mm -hmm. that you go back and recommit to that. So I commend you for that because so many people fall into that trap when really every day, every minute of our lives is is an opportunity to to go back there, to go back in the right direction, to remind ourselves about our whys and our goals and the life that we're trying to create every single minute, every single moment. So waiting until next Monday, waiting until next month or next year, that that might be inspiring to you, but so is this moment
0: right now. I think it's more inspiring if you stop waiting. Yes. And you're just like, you know what? Like rip off the bandaid dive in head first. Like there's something about that. That's going to light a fire under you. It's empowering. And it re- it really is. It's empowering. Like if you
1: you're wait, like, you're owning it. You're, you're taking control. Yes. You're putting yourself in the driver's seat. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm losing my voice. Apparently you're putting yourself in the driver's seat. You that's super empowering. You're not the subject of the calendar. You're not letting any of that dictate your life or your actions. You are grabbing the bull by the horns Mm -hmm. and, and taking control. And that's super empowering for our life and realizing that we actually have that ability. I think a lot of times we, we kind of put ourselves in the back seat. We think that life is controlling us. We think that you know, our schedules or our families or the calendar or whatever it is that they're actually in control. And I don't think we even do that intentionally, but remembering that we actually have the power to change whatever it is and take that control, I think is super important. And I think that's something that we need to remind ourselves of daily.
0: It goes back to exactly why you started. You were in a position where you fell out of control, Mm -hmm. You couldn't control what was going on with your family. You couldn't go, you know, it was also, I know this just from your story, it was during COVID times. You couldn't control Mm -hmm. what was happening in the world. So you took control by changing up your habits. And if someone who is listening right now and they're like, yep, that's me. I fell completely off the wagon. February was not a good month. I'm feeling inspired. There's still... Nine months left to the year. I just had to count that. I'm like, what? <laughs> How many months are here? There's nine months left to the year. If someone was to come to you and say, "What? I mean, you give enough so much, but what are three tips that I can implement in the next month to help me get on track?" What would you say?
1: Tip one would be what we've already talked about, kind of that breaking roadmap. it down, building that roadmap exactly, and really thinking about what you can do daily. Keep that Keep that goal in the back of your head. Put a post-it note on your computer screen, whatever it is. Keep that goal. Don't abandon it, but break it down so that you actually know what to do every day. You have some direction. You're not just focusing on this overwhelming, daunting goal. That's step one. Step two, one thing at a time. And I think all the perfectionists out there, all of the you know badass entrepreneurs out there, this is tough to hear because we're used to wanting to do all the things at the same time. And reality is we we're just not great at multitasking as much as we can try to convince ourselves that we are, we're just not great at it. And especially when you're trying to develop a new habit it's so much easier if we just focus on one thing at a time. And I'm talking tiny, tiny habit. I'm talking something that feels too easy. And again, those perfectionist overachievers out there, and I, I'm sure they are many. You're talking to one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and one is talking as well. <laughs> um that That's tough to break it down to something that feels too easy. We're used to kind of shooting for the ceiling. We're used to doing all the things, focusing on the hard. We're used to that grind where kind of flipping it backwards and thinking, how can I make this easier? How can I make this as simple and quick and easy as possible that doesn't feel natural to many of us? Um, so that would be step two, one thing at a time and super, super easy step three, and we've kind of touched on this already, is to remember your why. And we hear that all the time. And sometimes I think it's kind of overused, but remembering your why is is what can keep you out of that disappointment. Remembering your why is the motivation, because if you've ever heard me talk about motivation, you'll know I think motivation is crap. I think relying on motivation is not a good strategy. Motivation is fleeting. There are some days where we feel motivated and inspired and that's fantastic, but figuring out how to do this work and to show up consistently and maintain these habits, even on the crappy days without motivation, that, that's, that's success, right? That's, you're, you're taking that control back again. You're, you're, taking those reins from motivation that is fickle and unkind and and can surprise us it, you're taking that control out of motivation's hands and putting it back into your hands so remembering your why and reminding yourself of that and that again could be a post-it note on your computer screen or maybe it's something that you journal every day or you know whatever it is i think remembering your ultimate why and it it can be something personal it could be something within your business something emotional uh whatever it is remembering what that is that's going to keep you going on those crappy days so you can avoid disappointment
0: and and those those lousy feelings you know mm-hmm. i don't want to keep you here all day but i just thought of something when you said that <laughs> for people this is totally for me i'm getting free advice right now <laughs> For, Come people into my office. Who, for people who have a resolution or a goal in their business life, their, their health and their, another topic, we'll just say mm-hmm. that. So say someone has like three topics, three big goals, you don't need to give tips, but like how, well, give one tip. What, how would someone organize that? Sure. Because so, that can, like you said earlier, those overachievers, that's me. Yes. Okay. 2023 can't just be about one goal. It has, I have three big goals. I'll be honest, like, I guess oh, this is for me. Hopefully someone else needs to hear this, but if not, I'll sit my coffee and listen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's great. I think it's fantastic to have multiple goals. And back when, you know, during that horrible time, when I was, kind of figuring this all out for myself, I actually sat down and wrote a list of things. Once I realized that I actually had the power to develop these habits, I sat down and listed this whole big list of things. And some were personal, some were within my business, some were, you know, relationships with other people. I had this massive list and I may actually still have it in the notes section on my phone. And what I did was start, knocking those off the list one by one. And I, it's not, I I hate saying this and it's not fun to hear, but I would focus on one. And that might be, I, I would say, look at the life that you want kind of step back for a second, look at the future and the life that you want and pick one thing that will make an impact to get you closer to that ultimate, that ultimate woman that you want to be. If that's personal, fantastic. I think, I think working on ourselves individually and our health and our mindset and our spirituality and all personal areas, working on that first allows us to show up to our businesses in a better way. You know, we hear it all the time. You can't take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself. And that's so true. So I think working on personal things before business, you show up in a more confident, more empowered, more fulfilled person. I think that's great. I think if during this season of your life, if it's really a business that needs to change, pick a business goal. And I think whatever feels most connected to you right now, that's what you're going to be most successful at developing a habit toward. So looking at that list, looking at that woman that you want to be, that life that you want to create, picking one thing that you think will get you the closest to that future and then focusing on that until it's automatic, until that habit or the work or that you know that daily consistency is part of your life automatically without thinking about it. That's when you you can go back to that list. Don't abandon that list or those other goals. Once that happens, go back to that list and pick a new thing. You've put in that work. You've developed that habit. The whole point of habits is automated behaviors in your life. Things that you don't have to convince yourself to do. Things that you don't have to remind yourself to do. So pick one thing, keep that list. I think it's great. And then keep working on that one thing that you've picked until it's automatic, until someday you wake up and realize that you're doing that work. You are in that gym class. You are sending those DMs. You are making that real without even thinking about it. And that's that moment that you realize that, that's the moment that you go back to the list and pick a new thing. That's how we change our lives. That's how we transform our businesses. That's how we transform our ourselves by one thing at a time, one goal at a time, one habit at a time just one by one knocking it off. And someday you're going to look back and realize, holy shit, by doing all of these tiny things, all of these individual goals, all of these habits that took me five minutes a day, I'm a whole new person. I have a whole new business. And man, it feels fantastic.
0: I'm so glad I asked that question. That was like <laughs> the cherry on top to end this podcast. It was so good. So helpful. And I love that you pointed that we're always evolving. Yeah, you, know, you never, never get satisfied with achieving one goal, celebrate, realize that you did it, recognize it, but then find something else and continue to grow.
1: Cause that's the whole so, point, right? We're not, we're not doing this so we can post that perfect morning routine on Instagram. And if that's why you're doing it go back to why you're doing it because that's not a good reason. Um, but we're doing this to ultimately make an impact on our lives and our businesses. So yeah, remembering that those goals will be there, those other habits and those other things that you want to check off those that list, those will be there. Having faith and confidence in that will help you to achieve each individual task. Uh, but yeah, remembering that we're actually in this to improve and transform our lives and build these big, beautiful businesses that we're proud of. That's important.
0: I mean, it is. It's so important. I think every person who has a side hustle, every person who, even if you're a career person, you go to your career and work 40 to 50 hours a week because you want something beautiful out of it. You want Mm -hmm. your dream life. You want to accomplish something. And yeah, habits really are the foundation to success in my opinion.
1: I I honestly wouldn't have a business if I didn't focus on habits. And that's oh. that's just that's pure honesty. I I would have still had these dreams. I wouldn't have had anything to show for it because I broke it down into habits that I could tackle each day. And that's the pure reason why we met in that digital course. Yeah. That's the reason why we met. That's the reason why I'm on this podcast.
0: That's the reason why I'm here at all. So mm-hmm. And same for me, because I am that overachiever who picks up 10,000 things. And how many times have I texted you and been like, Angela, I am so overwhelmed, blah, blah. blah, And you remind me to break it down, Mm -hmm. to pick one thing. What is one thing that you can do this week? What is one thing? You know, I used to try to be, um, and this is a whole nother podcast, but like, oh my gosh, what's the word? When you create your time. Oh, time time -blocking. blocking. Thank you. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what am I trying to say right now? Like, I used to try to do time blocking, and there was a season in my life where that was great for me. Now I'm able to, because I realized it was adding extra pressure because of conversations with you. I do three things that I need to accomplish for my business this week that will continue moving me forward. Mm -hmm. And anything else I accomplish is just added bonus. But if I can get my podcast done, if I can create content for myself, if I can pitch a couple of clients, Good. I'm ready to go to the next week and to the next week and continue to grow because of everything that you taught me.
1: Painfully, you've given me that advice back.
0: (laughs) Yes, I have. I like to mirror you. The worst advice to receive is your own. (laughs) Yes. A hundred percent. I have given you that advice back because you know it and you know it in your core. And sometimes you just need someone to remind you. because you're human. Another
1: testament to, I was just going to say another testament to us all being human. I can be this habit expert. I can understand how it all works. And still we have bad days or bad moments and understanding how to navigate those and deal with those when they come up is super important and a great tool to have in your entrepreneur's pocket.
0: And another tool is working with you. So how can people do that?
1: So if you visit my website, ownupro.com, or I mostly hang out on Instagram, you will see uh, links to a free guide. And I know you've actually used it yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, That that free guide has tons of tips. Uh, It has a habit tracker, which you will notice only tracks one habit because I am such a proponent of one thing at a time. Um, There are so many habit trackers out there that you can download for free or buy on Etsy. And it's. So many things at once, which great if you can do that, but ninety nine percent of us cannot. Uh, So you can download that free
0: resource. I worked really hard on it. Um, It's gonna be. I'm gonna link it in the show notes. Perfect below. So if you're listening and you're like, I need that, it's gonna be linked below. And then I've also launched private coaching. So private
1: habit. And then, <laughs> private habit and accountability coaching. I really work individually with you on you and your goals, whatever those are, life, business, otherwise, or all of the above, if you're someone like Taylor and I. Um, <laughs> I work with you on that. I have a couple different packages. Um you know, varying degrees of uh, working together, but I'm super excited to offer that now. It's been something really fun to develop. It's been something really fun uh, to see transform others. And yeah. So if you, you can DM me on Instagram, I'm at underscore Angela underscore Jones. There's a lot of Joneses out there. So sorry for the, the difficult Instagram Um, or you can send, send me an email. All of that is on my website and, uh, yeah, we can chat about options or packages or custom creating something that works for you.
0: You're so amazing. And if you are someone who really wants to nail down your goals this year, if you really truly believe in your heart that 2023 is going to be your best year to date, you know, we're officially three years post-pandemic. You are ready to pick up pieces of your life that fell behind before your health, your career, your business. I could not recommend Angela anymore. And I will put everything below. I'll do your Instagram, your email, and your free resource and make it really, really easy for everyone who wants to work with you. And I have one last question for you. This is new. Since the name changed, I decided to do this. (laughs) Yes, you don't know. What does being bold mean to you? being
1: bold to me is to is embracing who we are and leaning into that and really owning it not trying to be anyone else not trying to be that gorgeous instagram model with a perfect morning routine i think being bold is is understanding who we are being okay with that and then running with it hitting those goals that we want um Yeah. I I think leaning into who we are and really owning that, feeling empowered in that and falling in love with that. I think that's where bold action comes. That's where bold results come and honestly a happy
0: life. I agree. Love the response. Thank you so much (laughs) for coming on the show today. Of course. I love being here.